Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. You guys, I need to figure out a new way to introduce myself like that. I feel so gay when I say it like that. It's me. (laughs) I don't know. You guys, I'm drinking tonight. I'm having some Tango Vine 2014 Merlot. If, If you listen to the podcast, you know I don't drink a lot, but here I am. It's a rainy night in L.A. I am enjoying my vino. It is what it is. And I have a great guest coming up. His name is Adam Salandra. He is an old, dear friend. He's a writer. He's a comedian. He's so amazing. I have Carrie Degman coming up, who I've talked about Music City before. I've told you guys how I want him to sit on my face. <laughs> my Whitney's looking at me like, are we going to have to edit this? Keep it in, Whitney. Keep it in. Okay. Carrie, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Just ignore that. Um but he's really pretty, and he's on Music City, which is on CMT. It's like The Hills, which you guys, I miss The Hills so fucking much. <sighs> Recently on my Instagram account, I did a poll about, it was basically comparing Instagram, it was comparing The Hills in Laguna Beach with Vanderpump Rules, because Vanderpump Rules is the modern day hills, right? I mean, there are people. And I was comparing the two, and I was shocked by the results. I was shook to my core. I think a lot of people don't know who the Hills are. I, people don't know who Elsie is. People don't know who Audrina is. I mean, Audrina should be in the reality TV Hall of Fame, if you ask me. I mean, she was so captivating. Whitney is not having it. Whitney's looking at me like... sleepy eyes. <laughs> she said Audrina had sleepy eyes, which she's right. Audrina had sleepy eyes. And Whitney, as we all know, is very critical of eyes. <laughs> <laughs> But Audrina did have sleepy eyes, and that's a fact. And you know what? Who among us doesn't have sleepy eyes sometimes? I know I do sometimes. Today I do. I'm a little t- I'm a little tired. I had some wine to perk me up. But you guys, I miss the hills so fucking much. And Kristen Cavallari has a new show coming on E! in the summertime, and I cannot wait for it because I thought Kristen... I, I'm definitely team Kristen. Like, are you guys team Kristen or Elsie? I think Elsie was maybe... <laughs> I love Elsie, but I think she was maybe the most boring lead of a TV show of all time, excluding Whitney Port's spinoff, The City. <laughs> like, that's maybe, like, the second most boring. I don't know. Was Whitney more boring than Elsie? I don't know. But it worked for the show, right? Like, I think, I think we needed a boring narrator lead for those shows. And you know what? The new show, Music City on CMT, we have that again. <laughs> We have that again. We have sort of like a little bit of a boring lead, but she's our entry point in, right? She's the Greek. She's our our entry point into this world, and that's what her name is, Rachel, and she's Carrie's wife. So I may be a little bit bitter that she's <laughs> married to him, but she's our entry point into Nashville, into Music City. So I can't wait to talk to Carrie. We're gonna play a little pop culture lightning round with him. You know, I'll probably ask him what his favorite Jennifer Love Hewitt movie is, as one does. 
<laughs> one does. What else do we need to talk about? Okay, you guys, we need to talk about Love Simon. I love Love Simon. I was I'm obsessed with this movie. I just saw it. And I don't know if you guys have seen the trailers. It's about a young gay who comes out in high school. And I swear my life would have been totally different if I saw this in high school. And I know some people are criticizing it for being a little maybe generic or uh, I don't know. But I loved it. It's so it made me I cried. I laughed. I I related to it. I, I thought it was beautiful. And it's the the lead in it is so cute. That girl from 13 Reasons Why is in it. And one of the boys from 13 Reasons Why, which you guys, I love that show. And I know it was problematic, but I also had this idea for a Sex in the City 3. Okay, I'm digressing for a second. So you all know how much I want Sex in the City 3. Well, I don't think we're getting it. But I had this idea for writing fan fiction where it was Samantha's 13 Reasons Why She's Not Doing the Movie. So it'd be like <laughs> short stories. E- each chapter would be about another character and like how Samantha did them wrong. I don't know. I'm still working out the details, but it's Sex in the City 3, Samantha's 13 Reasons Why. And we're, you know what? I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep spitballing that. <laughs> spitballing. Hold on. Let me get a glass of my wine. Hold on. Okay. What else? Oh, I'm obsessed with the greatest showman soundtrack. Haven't seen the movie. Probably won't. I love the music though. That song, This Is Me, I have not stopped listening to. I have not stopped singing it in the shower. It doesn't matter. Normally, I cry in the shower. Now I'm singing that song, This Is Me. It truly is. And that I like that other song about the stars. I don't know. Whitney, have you seen this movie? Something about a star. It's like the Zac Efron Zendaya song. Ugh, you guys, it's so good. My voice just cracked. Did you hear that, Whitney? Mm. <laughs> it's cracked. Yes, this is what wine does to me. I turn into a floozy. My voice cracks. I'm a preteen. Now, before I get to my guests, I want to get some paperwork out of the way. Adam and I are going to be talking. We're going to break down this week's Beverly Hills. We're going to talk a little bit about Atlanta. But before I do, I have a little bit more paperwork. If you can, rate and review this on iTunes. It's so helpful when you guys do that. So I know it's super annoying that I keep asking you, but please do it. And we're on Stitcher now. You can rate and review it there as well. Uh, tell your friends. If you, if you can, spread the word. It's be great. I'd love it. (laughs) I'd love you forever. Follow me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Instagram and Twitter and on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. And we have a website now. It's everythingiconic.com. And you guys, I'm so excited about this. I just got temporary tattoos available now. So they're, you guys know how much I love Sheena, Sheena Shea. So I got temporary tattoos made of her It's All Happening, so we can all get them and put them on our arms. So if you go to everythingiconic.com, you'll see a link there. Otherwise, it's on Zazzle, So which Zazzle is a fun word, right? Just know that I did not choose the pricing or anything. Like, I just had a graphic person make it, and it's like, it's, I forget, you get like seven tattoos on a sheet, which I think is a pretty good deal, Whitney, right? Am I right? It's a pretty good deal. So there are various sizes. So depending on the length of your arm or if you want to put on your chest, your abdomen, (laughs) your fake tits, it doesn't matter. Wherever you want to put the phrase, it's all happening. It would be great with me. Okay. So I want to get to my guest. And then you'll hear Carrie Degman at the end of this episode. So stay tuned. And, um, And oh, one more thing. Please subscribe. If you don't already, please on iTunes hit subscribe because then you'll get the episodes up to date. Okay. I'm drunk. Okay, let's get to Adam. Whitney, can we get to Adam? Yeah. Okay. 
<clears throat> and we're here with Adam Salandra. You guys, Adam Salandra, he's one of my oldest and dearest. I've known him since college. We were both straight when we knew each other. Uh, yeah, that's how long ago it's been. That's when we met. I mean, it was circa 2005. Yeah, I would say. And I was going to say back, like now we, we are able to talk about much gear things, but we actually did then and we just did. with a straight spin. Yeah. Famously, we always say, we love Kelly Clarkson, as you probably know Danny does. Back then, we were like acting like we would sleep with her because we loved her so much. Yeah, yeah. Not the case, as it we, turned out. <laughs> yes. In college, we used to always see, we would see each other on campus and be like, oh, Kelly's cute or Kelly's hot, <laughs> which no one else yeah, thought Kelly right. Clarkson was hot. But we would like see, we would be like, she looks so hot in that since you've been gone video. <laughs> Newsflash, she didn't. <laughs> she didn't. But uh, we were gay and. Yeah. That's how it came out through a port. Yeah, it was like we needed to talk about her. We needed to talk about Kelly Clarkson. And the only way we could do so in a safe space in a college town in Ohio, we were in Ohio, was to say that we had a crush on Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. And you know what? No regrets. (laughs) We're both here now and the truth is out. I know. That was so long ago. Oh, my God. And now we're both here in L.A., which also, this is like my ninth anniversary in L.A. And I just saw, are you on that Time Hop app? Yes. Okay, so it's my Time Hop app showed up, and it was nine years ago, like my first night out in L.A. with you at a gay bar. I mean, oh, we were at a gay bar. I remember. Yeah, Fiesta. Yes, that was beautiful. Yeah, was, and then yeah, You're right. <laughs> beautiful times. I know. And I know. Now we're old. Now we're old, but thank God this is not a visual medium. No one can see how old we truly are. I know. Well, we still look youthful, I think. Yeah, true. Oh, someone just thought I was, I don't want to say how young, because then you'll know how old I am, yeah. but... uh. Let's just say five years younger. They said 28. Oh, okay, interesting. That's interesting. Secrets out. <laughs> Secrets out. I couldn't hold it in anymore. Um, I have oh a quick question God. before yeah. we get started. We're going to talk about Beverly Hills in Atlanta, but go ahead. Well, I just well, was, I kind of came here on the assumption that Martha would be here. Uh, I, I have been following the story and I'm obsessed. Adam, I will, I'm happy to give you a Martha update because I was going to anyway. <laughs> Good. So Martha, I've obviously talked about on the show before. She came in with violent diarrhea. She's my (laughs) housekeeper. And I say housekeeper and it makes me sound rich, but I live in a shitty one-bedroom apartment that I've been in forever. But I still hire someone to clean it. Yeah, that's important. (laughs) I'm not above that. I'm not a hobo. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so Martha, you know, threw me out of the way to have diarrhea in my apartment. (laughs) Then she came in with a Pop-Tart, left a Pop-Tart in my freezer, talked about her again. And my, so she does a lot of apartments in the building, right? She cleans a lot of apartments. Yeah. So she was here a few weeks back and she was confronted by a neighbor who said that I was talking about her on my podcast. (laughs) No. I swear to God. So my neighbor confronted Martha who really got a kick out of it. Oh, she did? Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed, but my place is really clean today. Her and Juan were here today. Oh. Did you notice? It looks gorgeous. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Because they're not very good. (laughs) No, Martha, I could smell your scent all over this. And not, not in the bowel way. Like, you clean. I great. legit had to tell him to start using a scented cleaner because... <laughs> <laughs> Just so you knew like, they came? <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Like, I was getting home from their cleanings, and I was like, I don't even know if you cleaned or not. Like, <laughs> so I started... They were asking about the cleaner they use on the floor, and I was like, do you have anything lemony? Like, because it didn't smell clean. <laughs> And I saw footprints. Yeah, I was like, I need proof that you're cleaning. <laughs> and not just using my toilet. And not just using the toilet. So anyway, the neighbor told Martha about me talking about her on the podcast. She loved it. Okay, but was the neighbor saying it like to call you out or like in fun? Like, Yeah. Yeah. Trying, trying to get <laughs> trying, you in trouble. Trying to call me That's out. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's yeah. 
very housewife. What an apartment. asshole. Yeah. And I respect him. <laughs> right. I do. And so Martha came today and she said, I heard about you were talking about me on the pod on your show. She said my show as if it was like a live televi- televised. Did you have a bowel problem when she said that? Because I would have pooped my pants immediately if oh. I was confronted <laughs> by Martha that I've been talking about her on the podcast. I didn't. But it's shocking that I didn't. Yeah. Because normally that would have happened. <laughs> yeah. So she confronted me. And yeah, we had one of those housewife confrontations where I like I literally didn't know what to do. I just started talking in circles <laughs> and she said something along the lines of, I don't remember the exact wording. I'm sure she'll correct me. She'll text me and tell me, but I said something along the line, line. She said something along the lines of it's, it's really funny that you do that. Like she liked it. She was really into it. Does she know what you're talking about? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He told her exactly that. I t- told the poop story. Ew, he's a she, And by the lady. way, you guys, Martha, like if, for those of you that tweeted me and said like that it was inappropriate, I was talking about her bowels. <laughs> She wants everyone to talk about it. It was her. She she literally got so much glee. If you would have saw her face today when she told me that the neighbor told her about her talking about <laughs> on the show, which she thinks is nationwide, <laughs> like a oh, lie. Is, she it? thinks it's NBC. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> thinks it's on after Idol on ABC or something. I don't know. But she got so much glee. She's a star. She thinks she. She's, I was gonna say a star is born. A star yeah, was she gets, born. She gets it. Mm-hmm. The people texting you or messaging you and this man in the apartment sir if you're listening now <laughs> i don't know who you are but you know to my neighbor and the people tweeting Dang. me but i will say i with the people that tweeted me that said don't stop talking about martha you know i was actually like yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i thought yeah you know what i was so happy that people were sticking up for martha yes. and i just want to say that she's okay with this and more than okay with this yeah. she's if anything encouraging of it this but, segment was endorsed by Martha. Let's just yeah, get Martha that loves it. And out. and I before I, the last podcast, I think I mentioned I wasn't sure if I could have her on because I didn't know how to go about bringing it up. Right. And now I'm like, yeah, we're having her on soon. <laughs> right. Now she knows. She's I, excited. If she can get past that, she wants to be on. We'll see. Okay. So we talked about Martha's balls. <laughs> so <laughs> so let's get into house. Yes. Yeah, almost now, as exciting. We watched Beverly Hills together tonight, which yeah. was a thrill. Yeah. And. Gosh, let me just hop in and say, what did you think of this episode? Uh, much like most of the episodes this season, I felt actually nothing. Bored. Yeah. yeah. But not not like, it was just like, bleh. like yeah. you were kind enough to get me pizza and I got real into it. And I was, I don't even know if I was hungry. I was you really bored. perked up when the pizza came. I, yeah. And that's, yeah. that's normal for me, but it was extra because I'm like, ugh, Dorit and friends. Yeah. It's just a lot. So I want to, we'll we're going to get into the episode before we get specifically into the episode. What do you think this season? Let's start on a high note. I like yes. to talk about what it, what we love. Yeah, I do too. I hate, I came right in with a complaint and I, I actually don't like that. Get out of here. Yeah. Out. Well, <laughs> I have to finish my pizza. Whitney, that's a wrap on <laughs> Whitney. Let's uh, cut. Producer. Um, no. So what do you like this season about Beverly Hills? And then I'm, you know what? I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Give me, give me some ideas. <laughs> okay. So I like the lifestyle stuff. I know they're pushing sure. that. I yeah. like that they they have a lot of trips going on. We saw Japan. We saw Vegas. We saw... What else? Did we go on another trip? I don't think so, but who can I, keep track? But I like that they're kind of showing us lifestyle. With that said, here yeah. comes my complaint. Here yeah. comes my thorn, if you will. Yeah. I, that was my rose. Here's my thorn. Right. I, they're showing us lifestyle stuff, but then we're getting little glimpses into Rinna's rap problem. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> so it's like, 
if you're pushing the lifestyle stuff, push the lifestyle stuff, and then I don't need to know that Lisa Renna may have a rat problem. Right, right. And I love Lisa Renna. I don't want her to go anywhere. It's sort of like Nini's cockroaches, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But they're not pushing lifestyle on They're Atlanta. not pushing lifestyle. But so Beverly Hills, I'm enjoying the lifestyle stuff. I'm enjoying Camille kind of coming back into herself. Same. I, I want more of it. question about that. Yeah. Is it Camille? Do you have any intel on Camille's position on the show? Did she quit or was she let go? And then follow up. Is she now coming hard dur because she wants to be back? I don't have any specifics other than my own intuition, okay, which I important. trust. Yeah. <laughs> which I trust. And I think that Camille was, uh, I think she left the show. I thought that too. Her own accord. And I think she has been dipping her toe back in the water. I, th- I think she had a hard go season one and then she came back season two and was sort of redeemed. And then I think she's been making these appearances, which they've been a lot of nothingness. I think yeah, it's been a lot Yeah, she's been on of, every year as just partying and dancing. But yeah, we see her show up to Kyle's white party right. and that's it. <laughs> and this season is the first season where I think we're getting a little more of Camille. And I don't know. I sort of feel like maybe she filmed this season as a main housewife because she's almost everywhere, right? Yeah, including vacation, which is a big tell. Right? Yeah. And she's a friend of? Is she considered she's that? She's considered a friend yeah. of. And I don't know if, like, she's going harder. Because on social media, she's kind of going after Dorit a little bit. And she's been on a couple podcasts. Not this one, Camille. Where are you at? <laughs> where you at, girl? <laughs> but I think she's going hard because I think she wants to be a main cast member. That's how. That's the vibe I'm getting. And I'm okay with it. Somebody needs to go hard. Yeah. No, I ne- we need Camille. And it doesn't feel forced because, well, I find Dorit annoying. So it worked mm-hmm. out for me. Like, she picked the right person. Yeah. Yeah, I want more. I want more of Camille, and we've seen just little glimpses. And I just keep every time we see those glimpses, like that moment when they were in that Teddy's shitty beach house, where Camille just like, like sp- sprinted past Dorit. Do you remember that? Yeah, they were like walking down a hallway, and uh-huh. Camille just like threw Dorit yeah, out of the I way. I actually remember it. Yeah, perfectly. Which, by the way, that was exactly how Martha threw me out of the way when she was <laughs> going to my restaurant. <laughs> Like, if you all want a visual of that moment, when she was going to my best restroom, that's exactly what she did. She threw me out of the way and ran right to the restroom. <laughs> so maybe that's another reason why I related to that moment. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but the, it was like a glimpse of Camille, a glimpse of season one Camille, and I want more. So I like that. I like the Bethany crossover. I love that their, that New York trip was was okay. Yeah. I love that Bethany, I guess she didn't watch the episode and she, like everyone was tweeting her, but like all this stuff happened. She was like, I was at that party for 10 minutes. How did I make it on? It's like, well, we needed you. They use that. <laughs> That's, why. That's yeah. like when I get a big interview on this podcast, it's like I use the <laughs> whole thing. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I will use no that. No cutsies. Yeah. <laughs> so I like that. I like Rinna as a B cast. Like, so I want her as a full-time housewife. Mm-hmm. I love Rinna, but I like that. She's not sort of the main catalyst of everything. I like that she's having a season off. I think that was an active decision by her to, yeah. I think she was working hard for that to stay on the first few years. And she was like, okay, but now everyone hates me. Yeah. Time to go back down to cool self. Yeah. And she's doing it. It's working, I think. And oh, I hate to even say this, but I sort of like Kyle. I do too. Oh, I love Camille's assistant, Scott. I have that written down. He's that old man. See, I heard that. Uh, someone was talking about that. I and heard I that. You didn't, didn't see it? I saw it, but didn't remember it for some reason. Oh, my God, Adam. Why wasn't it etched in your brain like mine? Well, if I had known, it would have been. Because from what I've heard and now I'm hearing again, I'm, was, miss, I'm missing out. He was an old man. And I want more. I That's all I have for what's working. It's not a lot. No. And <clears throat> I will say when the season started in the trailer, it was very clear that there was going to be nothing this season. 
Yeah. And I still was enjoying because there's, you know, these are our girls. Mm-hmm. And honestly, for me, this is the French or the um, city that I started with and branched out from there. And I thought I could never love anything more. And now it's not. It. At the t- I don't hate. I don't hate. It's just New York is far and above. I mean, New York, it's just like a next level. It's not even the same. Even, yeah, you, it's hard to compare. Um, even Atlanta, which we'll talk a little bit about later, but Whitney was telling, we were talking about this before recording. Uh, Atlanta, like this week's Atlanta, nothing was really going on. They didn't have like a main A plot. Yeah. But it was still fun to watch those girls right. just kind of be. And the Beverly Hills girls, you can't just watch B because they're there's nothing to watch B. Also because they're... <laughs> They're all being fake, for the most part, putting something yeah. on, which is a Beverly Hills way. That's fine for the city. You know what really messed up all the franchises for me was Dallas, because it was so, so good. good. Yeah. I There's agree. no turning back. We can't yeah. pretend we didn't see that. No, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> no, we cannot. Oh, my God. I know. I just got goosebumps, see? Adam. You mentioned Dallas, and I like I got it's, a, it, popped it a boner. Was a, it, was, it made my 2017, and I can't wait for oh. more. I know. Well, so I heard, so one of the producers of Allegedly Dallas yeah. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly called me, and apparently Bravo is like trying to move away, allegedly, from a lot of the like catfighty stuff, so that's why we're getting a lot more surface level Wait, lifestyle is that, is that like uh, in, in... Allegedly, maybe. Because of the Me Too I'm, movement? Like, is, it, is that the thinking behind it? Because... It is. We're saying it is now. Okay, but... Uh, I support Me Too movement from top to bottom, but I am watching this show for catfights. Let's be very clear. Yeah. It's two different things. Well, our, <laughs> our producer, Whitney, has different ideas. She just gasped. She clutched her I pearls. I think she's and against gasped. the Me Too movement, and I'm shocked. She is for. She is against the Me Too movement. No, I'm, I'm What do you have to pro, say, Whitney? I'm pro the Me Too movement, but I think you can still be a bitch to other women be supporting of me too. Whitney Thank thinks you. you could be a bitch and support me and too. That's and that's from I a agree. an a biological woman's mouth. So I <laughs> yeah. Andy, if you're listening, no no no. Do not pull back from that. Yeah, I mean I here's the thing. With Beverly Hills, I feel like it wasn't there was a lot of t- a lot of seasons, a lot of moments where there was greatness going on, but on the surface there wasn't a whole lot of action. Yeah. So what I'm I'm talking about like Kim, like all of Kim's uh. seasons really, or Taylor Armstrong. You think of these people, and they had a few mm-hmm. little outbursts, but a lot of the times it was like very surface level stuff. But you could see beneath the surface. Yes. So it was like, you know, Kim was just riding in a limo doing her makeup, but we're watching that and we're saying, holy shit! Like this is a woman who's an addict, right. and who's dealing with this stuff with her sister, or her and her sister's fight in the limo in season one. And it was like. It was these surface level arguments that were about much deeper stuff. Yeah. And what I feel like we're in now is it's a lot of surface level stuff with nothing underneath. The only thing that I, the only fight that I think we're getting or the, the meat that we're getting from Beverly Hills right now is the Kyle and LVP struggle yeah. because I think they have a, a rich history and there's, there's a lot going on beneath the surface. I don't think they like each other at all. I believe it was Brandy when she was on your show that said they yeah. don't, right? Yeah, she said that's 100% been in my hot mind and it was in your mind. It yeah. was in my hind and my mind. <laughs> uh, most things are, but I thought that that was shocking only because, like, I get the whole being fake, but like that is their storyline for so many seasons: is they're being friends or struggling to be friends. So to just both flat out not like each other is. I don't think kind they, of insane. Yeah, and I think like that's inter- their dynamic is interesting to watch this season with that context of like I don't think they like each totally. other, but they were sort of forced to be friends because of the show. Yeah, 
So I'm enjoying that. But other than that, these other fights, it's like uh, Dorit being late. That's all surface. There's nothing beneath that. Like Dorit and Teddy don't have a history. Right. So it's like, who gives a shit? Not to mention Dorit definitely did not give a shit. So it was like, well, we can keep talking about this. But it ended the second she clearly didn't care. I mean, we're going into what's not working. So let's just continue. (laughs) Um. Number one on my list, I made a list of what's not Good. working. I'm a list maker, so I I'm am glad. too. I, I made a list. So my number one thing of what's not working, this isn't in order, but my number one thing on this list is Rinna's rat problem, which I mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously it is number one now that we've already mentioned yeah. it, but okay. I'd like to get her rat problem under control. I'm not sure what that entails, but I'm either sure she would too. Yeah, either not showing us it or my suggestion would be. Call Martha, have her clean your house. And <laughs> I don't know if that would help. She brings actually. the rats. <laughs> She's like, Lisa, way too many bathrooms in your house. I didn't know what to choose. So I've used them all. <sighs> oh my God. Martha would just re- release her frozen Pop Tarts everywhere. <laughs> okay, so next on my list of what's not working is Ken. I'm tired of looking at Ken. <laughs> Ken's not working. I don't want to, he's not working for me. I need to edit him out of these episodes. I've always been okay with Ken, but I am uncomfy, and this is a part of life. It's happening to us all, but as he, he's getting older, and it's very, yeah. it's visible, and it's like sort of depressing because he's much slower and just like shuffling behind Lisa, and I don't know. I don't. It's sad to me. I don't like when he's on air at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not even in the slightest bit. I all don't right, like well. it. Like I think even more. This is a bold statement, but I'm going to say it. Even maybe more than PK. Oh. I, I think wow. I like seeing Ken less because you're right. I do get that ick factor. Yeah. That he's almost dead. <laughs> he's almost dead. Ick. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's me. I, I actually love the elderly, actually. Oh, say, oh, honestly, same. Well, I know you do, but I, I really you know do, I do. So it's certainly not about that. But for me, well, for me, it's why don't, what don't you like about him? Sometimes he looks embalmed. <laughs> you know, like sometimes, you know, when they embalm people, yes, that's sometimes what he looks like to me. Yeah, my dad's a funeral director, so I'm gonna and watches oh Beverly gosh. Hills Housewives. My is dad is the one that got me into Beverly Hills Housewives. By the way, wait, so I mean, how weird is that? Was he and is he the one that embalmed Ken? He yes. He also <laughs> we went to pump and Ken was there when my dad was in town, and he definitely marched right up to him and like introduced himself. Might have went in the back and embalmed him. I don't. So know. that's what it is. So we solved the mystery. Mystery Your dad solved. Embalmed it's my Ken. dad's fault. So that's why Ken's looking that way. I mean, and I look. I love old people, and I want actually more old people on this show. Sure, but just I don't know what. It, maybe it's sad because he's not in the main cast, and he's just sort of like you said, shuffling behind Lisa. Yeah, it just irks me out a little bit. Okay, get rid of him. And also, like with PK, who I also do not like, but PK at least sort of has a storyline going on. But sure. Ken never has anything going on. No dogs. Dog. I he know. has full custody of Jiggy dogs. now that Van- Lisa's over it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's sad. I also... Okay, so what else is not working? Dorit as a main villain. I like Dorit as a side villain. I don't want to get rid of Dorit because I think she makes a good villain, totally. villainess for the show. But just not... A, she's not a main villain. Like, she's not a Camille season one. She's not a Brandy Glanville. She's not oh, a... Oh, God, no. A, a Taylor. Was Taylor a villain? No. She t- I wouldn't say no. No, yeah. But she's not a main villain. She doesn't have the strength to carry a whole season of villainry. I agree. <laughs> I think that when Lisa Rinna... Did we already talk about this or was it in my mind? That Lisa Her Rinna rats. was like... Yeah, oh, we just talked about the rats. But she's taking a break, I think, from... She yeah. was like, I'm sick of... So Dorit. So, and Dorit picked it right up. But I agree with you that it's like... 
Dorit is a villain, I think, just naturally in life, but it's like not one. I love a good villain, and yeah, I, me too. I can't get behind Dorit, so maybe that's the problem. Yeah, right? I completely agree with you. It's like I want to get behind a bil- villain, and I always like the villains on The Housewives, and that's why I'm always so like, we got to say, keep Brandy, and we, I, I'm always sticking up for the villains because I, Same. I think we need them for these shows. And I think Dorit is great. I don't want to get rid of her on the show. I just don't want her to be our main villain. Correct. And we all know we need Brandy back. I mean, let's be Ugh. serious. But I think that if the know, other women would understand that they have a show to make and it's on them and they're dropping the ball, so maybe just bring her back and you you can take the season off other than fight with her. Because you're, what you're saying, correct me if I'm wrong because I wasn't listening clearly. Sure. <laughs> Story of my life was so you're saying like the other women aren't really uh, taking the ball in terms of like Lisa and Kyle they're kind of taking time off they're not doing a lot right and this is the most they've done in a few years I would argue mm-hmm. and it's still not really a lot LVP and Kyle right yeah so all I'm saying is if you weren't you hate Brandy for but like when, if it's if it's there's no connection they don't allow them on if they're she's not friends with someone. So, like, bring her back in, and then you don't have to try and fail so hard, because Brandy will give it to us. You know, Andy Cohen said to Entertainment Tonight that it, bringing Brandy back is hard because she doesn't have a strong connection to the women, which, first of all, Teddy had no connection to the women. Of course. Right? Like, she had zero connection. So that's sort of a bullshit excuse right. for me. But if we're saying she has no connection to the women, I'm like, let's all go to the fucking Abbey. <laughs> like, right. Like, I will facilitate. Like, let I Brandy... I know. I'm I'm interested. Let's get Brandy and one of the other wives, like Teddy or Camille or Rinna or whatever. And Brandy and Camille had a little thing on Twitter today. Yes. Which. What was it over? I don't know exactly, okay. but, but I want, I want Brandy and Camille or I want Brandy to come back. So it's like, Rinna, take one for the team and go, you know, go out to eat with Brandy. Rin- and s- Instagram Rinna's the one. Instagram Rinna's the one. Because yeah. didn't she say on your show that they were like, we're at a Christmas party and yeah. talking Really? You're a listener. Adam's a long-time listener. Long-time listener, first-time <laughs> caller. Yes, they that it's true. I think Rena and Brandy could connect. They, she said they got along really well. Brandy also brought up a good point when she was on the show, and I hate to keep harping on Brandy, but she did say that the husbands in general were all really ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm I just don't disagree with. Now, the other things that aren't working, um, I have written down Camille's daughter. Now, Camille's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot she was on. Because here's my problem. Yeah. I just think we've seen it before. Like we're seeing Camille's daughter Mason, quote unquote, model. model. Yeah. Well, we're seeing it already with Lisa Rinna, which we've already seen it before. Yeah. Like, yeah. Lisa Rinna's like the the derived version right, of it. And now copy. Mason Grammer is like the lowest version of it all. And that's the daughter of a dang friend of. <laughs> like not even a main cast. Yeah. It's like. You know, we're going into territory where it's like, I get that these girls are getting modeling jobs because their moms are on the housewives. Right. Which I've accepted. I'm not embracing, but I'm accepting it. And (laughs) Mason Grammar, that's her name, right? Mason Grammar. I would never know. But it sounds right. Yeah. It's, I think it is. She shouldn't be modeling. (laughs) (laughs) I've had a little wine and I'm. And it's a truth bomb. She, you know, but she's young too. I want her to grow up and I, you know, she seems like a very sweet, pretty girl. Yeah. I was going to say, by the way, shouldn't be modeling does not equal not pretty, Mm -hmm. but everybody wants to be a model these days. Glad you saved me on that. Well, it's, it's true. It's true. And uh, you know, I don't, 
Apparently that's not the case though. I'm shocked that none of Kyle's girls are trying to jump in. Or yeah, Kyle's. I'm sure Portia will at one point, right? Oh, Portia, and I love Portia. But have you you've seen some of those scenes where you're like, oh, she's just been watching her mom and her daughters and the housewives for years and years, and she's now like demon sass. Yeah, which probably means I'd hang out with her. But yeah, I'd like to see Portia on as a main cast member one day. I, if we get housewives, the next generation with all the kids oh. rising up. I I've been can't. dying for it for years. I've been wanting it. Uh, there's enough older ones. Yeah, I think you know. I really wanted it with what's her, do you know Gina from? Do you you don't watch Orange County? No. So Gina from Orange County, she has the hot son and the beautiful daughter I'm Shane Keogh and Kara. Okay. And Kara and Brianna are good friends, and they sort uh-huh. of grew up on Orange County. And I always wanted them to be main cast members, but I digress. All right, maybe someday. Okay, so this episode we got early on in the episode. I was so fucking pissed about that. Adam. Oh my God. You were pissed. I'm so pissed. So we're talking about this week's episode. I got so angry that we had a scene. Okay. <laughs> it was a scene with Eileen. An opening scene. Queen Eileen. Okay. Who we all miss. May she rest. May she, may she rest. We had this beautiful scene with her that bravotv.com <laughs> exclusively <laughs> premiered weeks ago. Okay. Yep. And I talked about it on this podcast. Oh, they, for proof. For, so go back weeks ago, probably on the episode Any where week. I introduced Martha. <laughs> <laughs> there was a week where I was talking about it because it was a BravoTV.com exclusive. And it was this scene with Eileen and they fit it in the fucking episode. And I was livid because to me that just as a as a huge crazy fan of the show, it meant like they don't have enough and they're just throwing in these deleted scenes that people responded to online. I feel like online people really got behind this scene with Eileen and they're like, why wasn't this on the episode? And so they aired it this week, which I, you know, disrespectful to Eileen. How do you feel? Well, they, well, they did air it. So maybe that's yeah. throwing her a bone. You're mad that they, it was like an afterthought. That's your main. Yeah. Gripe. Cause I don't, I don't think it was planned to put in. So I, a, I'm curious what they replaced it with, what they were replacing because yeah. they must've been replacing something. They wouldn't have premiered it online through, it was had to be three what or be four weeks ago. Because I would argue their whole conversation was about, Oh, things are fine with Dorit. And then that was like sort of the setup. So it would have made sense to me, but you came in with the Bravo TV.com knowledge. No. And now we know the truth. There's not a BravoTV.com exclusive that does not get past me. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> okay. I'm sure there's an alert on your phone that's just, it lights up. Yeah, that and Kim Cattrall. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. Yeah. So this episode also opened with a flash forward. So we saw the end of the episode at the beginning of the episode, which usually means we're getting something good. Right. So we've seen this on Vanderpump Rules. I think New York has done it before. Sure. We see the opening, and then we see how it plays out. Vanderpump Rules did this in the premiere this season, where they showed something very exciting going on up front. And Vanderpump Rules, we thought we were going to get it at the end of the season, but then they brought it at the end of the episode because they're that good. That's how they do it. They're that good. Yeah. But Beverly Hills showed us this moment that wasn't even that dramatic. Like, it was probably a six on a scale from one to 100. <laughs> it was a six one to, on a one to one. Yeah, it seems fair. And they showed us that up front to get us excited. And then we didn't, we were leading up to that. And I, I hoped that when we got to the end, when we got to that six, that it would somehow have been more to it than what we got. What do you think? 
Well, that's the hope always. But it wasn't because they even showed Erica coming for Teddy and in the preview. Yeah, so we, we already kind of yeah. knew. And it was also on BravoTV.com. Yeah. <laughs> Weeks ago. That scene was on BravoTV.com and I memed it last week. Well, there as, you go. As you do. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> and you saw it last week. Um, I, well, wait, are we, are we, we're not really there yet with the dinner. So I'll get back to that. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. But so they did that thing where we showed up front. Then we get to, there's some Kyle and Mauricio stuff. We're seeing a lot of agency oh, merch. the agency everywhere. Which I had mentioned to you, I know business owners yeah. that don't wear hats with their business name on everywhere they go. And I don't think we've gotten a scene from of Mauricio this season or any season where he hasn't been wearing some sort of agency merch. Do you think my dad walks around with a Salandra funeral home hat on? Because <laughs> let me tell you, he does not. <laughs> he just wears a t-shirt that says, I embalmed Kevin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's different because he's a fan. <laughs> he's wearing a lot of agency merch. And I, you know, I respect the hustle, but I'm done seeing it. Whitney said it in it, but it's true. The skinny girl of the Beverly Hills franchise. Yeah, he's sure. the, the agency is yeah. the skinny girl. Um, now, we also saw them looking at this new house in Encino. We saw Kyle make falafel, <laughs> which I wondered, did she make it or we, did she Yeah, order? I was going to say, we saw her hand off falafel, so who knows? Which I, I had to think, like, if I'm thinking about the falafel that Kyle's presenting to her husband on this show, right? maybe we need more. <laughs> <laughs> now that is a point. Maybe we need more. So they're moving to Encino. They got, we find out later they got the house. Yeah. I would be so pissed if I was one of the other women that have to go film at Encino because I don't know if the listeners know the layout of LA. Please describe it. Uh, horrible. I was going to say that I have lived here for 12 years and I don't want to go to Encino, nor do I actually know where it is, yeah. to be honest with you. Everything, here's the thing, guys. I'm sure you've heard of the Valley if you've never been here. It's likely that you have. There's a hill separating what's Hollywood and in, into the Valley. And once I cross that hill, I don't have a clue what's happening yeah. or where anything is. Like, it's all the same to me. And I've been here for 12 years. And that's not even because, like, there's jokes about the Valley. It's not because of that. It's just things are so spread out. My mind, it just doesn't wrap around. And it. and there's traffic. I mean, I'm a terrible driver, and I hate driving. I've gotten in a lot of accidents. I'm not good at it. And <laughs> I do not like driving anywhere outside of the city. So, yeah. like, I only stay in this area. And if when people move, it's like... We have a ceremony, like, bye. Oh, it's the end. I'm not seeing you. Like, I'm not good at traveling. Okay, well, it took me two hours to get here today from work, and that's not an exaggeration, yeah, so you, there so you, you go. So wait, your work is in, what, in Santa, Santa Monica. Monica. Yeah, and it took you, of course, Trump was in town. Yeah, so it took we found out it was because of Trump, it, but it takes an hour. Yeah. And it's about seven miles, seven Sa to ten. Santa yeah. Monica to West Hollywood is seven miles-ish. Yeah. <laughs> and it takes an hour. And it took you, it normally takes an hour. Yeah, today too. So like... So Encino, no Kyle. And no. Kyle's in Encino. Is this her last season? Because I don't know if that's good. Like, are the, is she just going to quit? But then Erica's in Pasadena. Like, True. These, but we never go to her house. Only we did today, two. though. We did today. Oh, that was where they were? Yeah. Oh, Dorit, Dorit and Erica yeah, had a scene right. at Erica's house. And it, that's far. Pasadena's far. I couldn't believe they but did they're, And they're always complaining about Malibu. Does yeah. anyone live in Beverly Hills, actually? Now that we I don't mention know if, it. I think, does Vanderpump live in Malibu? Or Beverly Hills? Who knows? I don't know. So then we got that scene with Teddy and Rinna confronting each other at the nail salon. And I don't know about you, but I felt like producers coerced Teddy into to confronting Rinna. I don't yes. think Teddy wants to get in the mix. No. And also, she's like, I just want these conversations to be private and real quick. And it's like, well, 
Boo Boo, the thing about creating a television show is, that's the thing about Dorit. I don't want to be on Dorit's side. I wouldn't say that I am on Dorit's side. However, the reason she brought it up in front of everyone is because she's being paid to do so. Yeah. You know, they got to give us something. Or she just doesn't think before she speaks. I think it's a combo. Yeah. But and I actually like Teddy a lot. I just don't know that she's cut out for this. I, I right, just, and um, that doesn't have to be a insult. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not at all. I think she's a normal woman, and that's her problem. But we got uh, the uh, Dorit and the bathing suit line, which used to be called Nara. Was that what it is, Nara or Nava? Nava? No. Oh, yeah, Nava. I have written down. I can't read my writing. Either way, uh, that's old. Boy George invested apparently, and now it's Beverly Beach, darling. Now you said something during the episode about loving PK. Explain yourself. Oh, I most certainly did not. All I said. That's was... what I have written down. So I'm assuming. It's oh, real. see, this is how horrible rumors are spread. Although. I hated PK, and I'm not really one to hate, but when he got emotional at his birthday party with his parents and friends, once I see a human side to someone, I can't... So all I'm saying is it went from hate to dislike. Mm. Honestly, no. I don't have negative... I don't like him, but I don't have negative... Now I just feel nothing. How much would it take for you to sleep with PK? Uh, More than what Dorit's making uh, with that house and the Beverly Beach. Like it, It would take... It would take a lot. Now, if he was crying about his family being in the room watching while we were doing it, that would obviously probably help, just based on his tears have made softened So me. it's a turn-on for you when someone's crying in the bedroom. I mean, it just <laughs> normally happens, so it's kind of like Pavlov's dog. I'm used to it. I save my crying for the shower. <laughs> okay, that's smart. The cleanup. Okay, now I also have written down Teddy's interstitials. Seems like she's power walking. <laughs> of course she is. Doesn't she's it? like, listen, I have to be accountable and I got to get my steps in. You know those little moments in between the scenes where it's like they're the housewife against a green screen and it says like, Teddy. Doesn't it always feel like she's power walking? She, I think she is beautiful and yet very awkward in her body. Like in her testimonials, the way her arms go, it's like a T-Rex situation. As if they're independent from her body. Yeah. And yeah. even, but like they're trying to escape. <laughs> they're trying. They're trying. They're to like escape. we cannot be held accountable for this. Yeah, and I want. You know, I don't know. I want. I want to like. I want Teddy to do well, but she's not. Now, <laughs> um, we have a scene where Erica's uh, doing the book cover. Now, are you going to read this book? You know what? I am not. Okay. Um, but that's because. I don't care, I guess sure. is the best way to put it. Um, I think that Erica is very... How do you feel about Erica? Mm. You were just telling me, but I stopped you to ask you. Okay, well, should <laughs> I... Okay, I don't really... We, we really touched on this. I don't really share this because it's a, not a popular opinion. I don't dislike Erica, but I don't think I'm on the Erica bandwagon that most people, and especially most gays, are. Mm-hmm. I, let me tell you, older people are not into it because... Do, your parents watch Dancing with the Stars? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a favorite show. Program. My, same. They it's call it a favorite program. program. Oh, of course. My mom did not like Erica on <gasps> Interesting. But if, you don't, if you're not a housewives person and you see that, I mean, she does come across cold. Yeah. Whether she is or not is fine. But, like, I get that. But Erica, for me, I think sometimes it's like I totally get that, like, you're just being totally authentically you and all the respect for that. Like, genuinely, I think that's great. But... Sometimes it's like, what if you turned it on just a little instead of being so... Like, it, it becomes condescending mm. to me at a certain point. 
even like tonight with Teddy. We'll get into it, but I don't. Sometimes I'm like, come on, girl. You know, you talked about your parents, and I want to just mention what my mom said about Joy Behar because I feel Please. like the people want to know. Uh, I know. <laughs> I talked to my mom today, and she hates Joy Behar <gasps> and Whoopi Goldberg, which to me Ooh. is blasphemous. I was right? going to say, because I'm surprised y'all aren't estranged. I know. You know how much I love The View, and she was talking about Joy Behar today, and I've never more wanted to be emancipated, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't think I could do anymore because I'm a grown yeah, Probably man. not. But I was try. so upset at her. She got really upset with Joy talking about Christianity. Because did you see that Mike Pence stuff? Oh, We're getting into politics. We're getting into politics for a second. So Joy had made fun of Mike Pence's religion. And then Mike Pence was on Fox News calling for Joy to apologize. Now, uh, I didn't think Joy should apologize. She made a joke. And right. it wasn't even that serious. And Just it was also like, why job. is the vice president really like... That's what I was... It. Like, the vice president is asking for a talk show host. You know what? Joy's impact. Exactly. Joy's impact. And that's a beautiful thing. Um, but anyway, so my mom said she didn't like Joy, and you know what? It hurt. I genuinely, just knowing you've said before, and I'm sure that it's true, that you're like slowly evolving into your mother. Oh, yeah. This is shocking to me. It, so you're saying one day I might not like Joy? No, I, I just don't understand how you two are even related. Yeah. Whoopi and Joy? Yeah, she well, she's of the five. I know. I've always known that she didn't like Whoopi. I mean, that's a, a pill I've had to swallow for years. Mm. And now, finding out that she doesn't like Joy, I mean, it was a blow to my heart. And, you know, I don't think I'm ever visiting them again. <laughs> I think it's for the best, yeah. honestly. I know. And meanwhile, like, I had recently made Joy's famous lasagna, and I was sending her pictures, and my mom was like, ooh, that looks so good. And now I'm like, was this all a lie, mother? Your it's mom's exciting. not ooh, on She's Team Mike Pence, is she? Well, no, my dad is. Well, if we're gonna get into it, my, my mom's being brainwashed. My dad, a life. I can't. I can't. Actually, you know, you guys, well, we don't do. Me. We don't do politics. Yeah, never mind. This is a bipartisan yep, show. Literally, <laughs> as, I was just like, as soon as it started coming, I was like, this is not what we're. But here I for. also love hearing. I love talking to my mom because she's sort of on that edge of. She is Republican, and I love. She's. I love talking to her. We have good conversation in terms of politics because she presents a side, different side of things to me, and I respect that, and I love hearing that. My dad, on the other hand, is maybe a little bit more different than me, so it's sometimes hard for us to connect. Sure. But I digress. But more importantly, I was just so upset that my mom doesn't like Joy Behar. Well, anyway, so now we're back at this dinner. So all the girls meet. Let's get to the meat of the episode. All yeah. the girls meet at this restaurant. At the Was it the church, the church key? key? Which is sad that they were meeting at the church key because we go to the church key. My dad called and was like, oh, do you go to the church key? They were just there. And I was yeah. like, honestly, yeah, like all every place they've gone this season, I'm like, oh, I go there. We, yeah. Is that where we are now? Yeah, it's it's tough. But they all met. Kyle had to leave early because she had Hamilton Touring Company tickets. Yeah. <laughs> she made it sound like it was Broadway front row. Which I get that the producers are trying to make that into a lifestyle thing because Hamilton tickets in New York are so... People hear that, they're like, oh, we've heard. It's hard to get. It's hard to get. But you guys, Kyle was seeing the Hamilton Touring Company at the Pantages Theater, which was also a hard ticket to get. I'm not taking that away. I'm just saying it wasn't Hamilton Broadway tickets. <laughs> Let's just be real. So she left. She cut out on the drama. So then we see this scene between Erica and Teddy, and it's it got serious. And I thought this was going to be like some huge big moment, and it was just sort of a I don't know. I felt a little let down. Well, sure. Uh, Teddy is bringing up what no Dorit's bringing up what Teddy specifically asked her not to. 
but to re- wanted to you know get it in the get it in the mix. But then it became not even about that once Erica became pissed. Yeah, Erica got that voice like she had with Eileen on the tugboat. Yes, and I now drama wise, thanks for giving us something. But as a person, I'd be like. Well, as a person, I'd be in tears at the table. I wouldn't have waited until oh. I got the limo, let's be real. But as a person watching from my couch, I'm like, you need to stand down. Like, why? You know you're intimidating her. And she obviously, it set her up. Erica clearly has triggers mm-hmm. that don't make much sense to us, but she goes from zero to 100. And that's cool. That's good for TV. But, like, it always comes across, like, very condescending to me. Like, I am right. You are wrong. And don't you dare. And I'm not into that. Yeah. No, I totally feel that. I I completely agree. And I felt bad for Teddy because, like you said, you would have cried. I would have cried in a second. I mean, I have no self-control with my tears. Oh, my God. (laughs) What if Martha came to you today in in a confrontational way? Oh, my God. No. Somebody told me to get out of the way at the grocery store the other day, and I'm not kidding you. I went to my car and I cried. (laughs) I mean, I'm going through something right now, but it is what it is. It is what it is. I literally went right to my car, and he just sort of meanly said, get out of the way. Like, that was how he said it. And I was just trying to get my Oreo Minthens. Of course. And he was just very aggressive. I don't know if this man was having a bad day. I don't know what it is. But it just made me feel, like, so broken. And I suffer from depression. So immediately I went to my car and I cried. You know what? Forget him. Yeah. But now that I'm thinking back on it, I did exactly what Teddy did. Yeah, you waited. Which is why I wouldn't make a good housewife. Uh, and there you Full go. Full circle. circle. Full circle. God, I know. I wish I... I mean, aside from not being a middle-aged woman, second to that, I'm so non-confrontational that I'll never get on. Yeah. Shoot. God, now this season is just kind of... So that was the big episode, and I feel like they teased it as if it was like this big, huge... Fucking amazing. Where are we in this? Are we at the end? Is it, did it just start? I have, no, no. <laughs> Thank you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are, are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. Uh, so that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to 
re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. <laughs> Where are we? I think we're towards the end, which is devastating. Yeah. Well, no, actually, we're maybe in the middle because they just said the oh, mid. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's they probably did the, the mid-season preview. Which Honestly, I'll never stop. I'll never say never, but like I'm all in. But for at this point, it's like waiting for New York, like chugging along. Uh, I know. Just get, get through this for New York. Now I will say Atlanta is giving us something. I don't think Atlanta is as good as it's been. Yeah. You this know, is last... my fir- I've always dabbled in Atlanta. This is my first full year committing oh. and I'm fine with it because the women, if nothing's going on, which something's always going on, are at least funny, entertaining, real, all, those, all yeah. that delicious stuff. My only God, and I hate to say the things that I'm not liking. Now I'm going into negative again. I don't want to do that. But the only thing that I'm not liking about Atlanta is I, I'm a little confused. The cast seems all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like for the uh, cast trip, Kenya's not there, Kim's not there. But then we're getting Shamia, and we're getting Eva, and we're getting um, Marlo. Yeah, which those girls are great, but it's just so uh, God. What's Where is the Kenya? Word? I don't, I don't remember. Uh, she didn't. She just didn't go on the trip. She was with that new guy or Is something. Has her husband been on it yet? Or are we not talking about that anymore? We what? haven't seen him. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like this season, we're getting these little bits of greatness, but there's not a cohesive through line. My disappointment, the reason I started, well, honestly, the reason I started, I picked up on every franchise except for OC because of Dallas, just to bring it to that again. Dallas changed God, me, yeah. but the, re- the main reason I was like, okay, yes to Atlanta is because Kim was supposed to be back. But is she back? I she's know, like and I apps. love Kim so much. Love I her. do, but this season I'm not really liking her because no. she's coming across very mean, right? I agree, but it's like, that's okay because, I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I prefer to like her, but if she's <laughs> coming across okay. mean, but then like that's at least some drama or some conflict, but she's just not around. Yeah. Like I appreciate you texting and causing drama, but let's see it face to face. That's how she was at the end of her last full season too, where... I felt like we all wanted her to go because she wasn't fully invested in the show. And that's what we're getting now. It's I need these women to be invested in the show. Kenya, if you're in the show, please be in the show because she, Kenya's great. Right. And Kenya's so good, but be in it. Nini is the same. Nini kind of dips in and out. This season, she's fully in. Yeah. But I needed her to always be in. Imagine your job is just to go on vacation with women and to go to dinners, and you're like, I just can't be bothered. Your mouth to God's ears. I wish that was my job. Exactly. I know. And you know what? We all sometimes say, I do not want to go to work today, but do we do it? Yeah. We do. We do it. And, but so, the yeah. Atlanta girls still get, are giving us something. This week's episode, there there wasn't a big to-do. There were kind of little moments. They were doing a photo shoot with Sheree. They were doing a <laughs> baptism in the in the waters, which was insane. <laughs> So they're giving us little, we're, we're not getting a whole lot of major moments, but they're still entertaining to watch Always. to me. Is it controversial to say I do want Phaedra back? Oh, I totally want her okay, back. Okay, great. You know, well, here's what I want. Okay. I'll tell you. I don't know that she could come back to Atlanta because she burned a lot of bridges. Sure did. But Married to Medicine is one of the greatest shows on Broadway. Know, if you're not I watching I know that because it, of you. I don't it's watch It's so good. And if you didn't watch this season, please go back and watch the whole season. 
Marriage Medicine has never given us a bad season, yeah. ever. That's amazing. How many are there so far? Five, I think. Oh. Five. They've never given us a bad season. It's always fantastic. It doesn't get the same praise as Atlanta does. Yeah. But Phaedra is friends with a lot of those girls because they film in Atlanta. So Crossover. And Phaedra, somebody alerted me of this on Twitter. Phaedra had hooked up with one of, I think, Quad, I think it was Quad's husband. She used to maybe date him or hook up or something. I don't know. Quad is a woman? Quad is, yeah. Quad okay. is one of the women on the show. Great. So uh, allegedly, Phaedra had had some sort of relationship with Quad's husband. So Phaedra's can get in the mix. We can get Phaedra on Mary's Medicine. There. And she would be amazing on the show. And she wouldn't have to come in with the baggage that she would have to come back in to Atlanta with. Yeah. So that's what I All want. Right. But I'd love her on back in Atlanta. Oh, it'd be great. I right. love her. Phaedra, if you're listening. Phaedra might be listening because I don't know what she's up to. Yeah. Okay, Adam, I want to get into a little pop culture lightning round. Oh my God. These are my favorite on your Instagram story. Oh, good. This is an all. I wrote a good, I wrote some fun ones down for you. I'm so so excited. And the least, literally of all my many flaws, I think being a, being a decisive person is at the top of my bad list. So let's see how I do. Interesting. So these are all over the place. Just say whatever you want and elaborate if you'd like. Okay. I also know you're a huge Drag Race fan. Who's your huge? Who do you want to win All Stars? Shangela. Me too. Now I again negative. I love Drag Race. I wasn't thrilled about this season, but what I am thrilled about is I said Shangela from the beginning, and everyone was like, uh, "What?" Almost to the point where I felt ashamed and like I shouldn't talk about it because I was wrong. Mm-hmm. But now who's gonna win? Boom. Do you think she's gonna win? Uh, I hope so. Me too. Because you know. Okay, lightning round. Grey's Anatomy or ER? Oh, Grey's. I mean, neither at this point in my life, but Grey's all the way. I go to, I'm going down with that Grey's Anatomy ship. Sean as well. <laughs> my boyfriend My boyfriend absolutely as well. And I, that's, and I respect watch, it. But I still watch yeah. it. Good. I will Good end for there you. until the end. Good for you. Who's your all-time favorite drag queen? Uh, Alaska. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar or Reese Witherspoon? Mm, Reese. Vanessa Hudgens or Ashley Tisdale? <sighs> I you know what? Go. She's very into voguing right now, so Vanessa Hudgens. Okay. I would say Ashley Tisdale. Yeah, because that, was my, love, that was where my instincts were. But. She has a lot of good songs I love. Favorite Batman movie? Oh, it's definitely Return. Is that the one with Catwoman? Returns? Yeah, Batman. But let me tell you what I did not hate was the Poison Ivy one, like everyone else. Oh, I like Batman a campy mess, okay? You know, I recently had dinner where I was sitting next to... Do you know who the Ice Princess was in Batman Returns? Um... Yes. So she was the ice. She was like the other female in the movie. Yeah. There was no other female. Right. That's how I knew. I was like, it was like her and then Catwoman, yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. And she was next to me. She's best friends with one of my good friends. And I, Batman Returns is one of my all time favorite movies. It's a, it's and the it best. was the best. I just was asking her all sorts of questions. She was telling me about filming with Michelle Pfeiffer. And it was because I think that performance, Michelle Pfeiffer's performance, is one of the best of all time. Easily. Yeah. Is it? recognized as such to like me? people talk about it because <laughs> yeah I, as you say and i'm like yes why are we not talking about this every day yeah. 20 years later I don't it care. should have won enough i mean she should have been for sure nominated that's for sure i think it's fantastic okay so Chris, christmas or thanksgiving christmas ellen or rosie rosie so hard <laughs> favorite mariah carey song um i will say uh always be my baby mm. but ob- i i know everyone always says on here uh all i want for christmas is you but obviously it does something to me every time it comes on yeah i think all i want for christmas is you is great but i sometimes feel like that's What's a cop out it's uh forever 
It was from the Daydream album. Okay. It's a slow song. Okay, love that. Very beautiful. It, Matt and I, that's like our song. Even though it's oh. a it's a breakup song, but it's like a... <laughs> <laughs> you like play it at your wedding and be like, well, this is... Don't listen to the lyrics. It's just no, how pretty no, it is. But it always reminds me of him. I remember this time we were driving to Palm Springs and we were listening to Forever in the car and it's a slow... It's also the most insane vocal. If you ever li- go listen to Forever yeah, by Mariah Carey. Yeah, on the way home. Yeah, it's so... Her vocal in that is, I think, the most insane vocal. Um, okay, so favorite candy... Uh, Sour Patch Kids. Does Fergie deserve to be a star? Oh, God, yeah. Terry Hatcher, thoughts? Uh, no. Say something nice about Adrian Maloof. She had a great fight with Brandy. Mm. Sexiest man alive. You know who I'm really into right now? Gus Kenworthy. Oh, me too, Gay by the way. Olympic skier. And let me tell you, someone who doesn't care about the Olympics, me. I don't know how I stumbled. Well, he's gay. That's how I stumbled yeah. upon him. But Okay, so your. Yeah, you know Entertainment Weekly, they do like their must list. Yeah. Do I love Entertainment Weekly. I do too. But, so what would be on your must list right now? Uh, what is on my must list? So their must current. list is like their stuff that they love right, right. now. It could be anything from movies, TV, whatever. So name a couple. Okay. This is three months old, but I'm um, nothing if not timely. But um, Search Party is so good. Mm. And I really have been into that. Um, you know what? I because of my job at fandom, I have to like really be up on the Marvel movies, which I wasn't. And so because of that, I watched Black Panther and it was amazing. I need to see that. I didn't think I'd be into it at all. Any of them. Interesting. Black Panther. Mm-mm-mm. So you said you're at fandom. That's where you're working right now. You're doing new tell me what you're doing yeah, at fandom. I'm an entertainment editor, is my title. So I'm writing and hosting things um for the site. And it's all it's basically it's like a giant digital media company. We cover a lot of things like Entertainment Weekly does, but it's very the main uh, bit of it is sort of geek nerd culture, which I am not really a part of. So they hired me to like be branching out a little. It's their gay correspondent, uh-huh, and I'm okay. I'm the black sheep of the fam because I'm uh, I'm just like okay, well, as soon as we're done talking about Spider Man, can we talk about what happened on Vanderpump Rules last yeah. week? <laughs> and there's like two gays in the office and one girl. We're in a diagonal line, and we all just know to talk about that, and then we can get back to work. And that feels good. I need to be seen for what's what I love. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been covering Drag Race for them, which I'm super happy about, and The Bachelor, which I didn't watch, even though it seems like right in my wheelhouse. So. They're allowing me to be me there, and uh, that's exciting. But no housewives yet. Slowly, no housewives yet. slowly. So where can people find you at fandom or on social media? Yeah, go to at Adam Salandra on Instagram or Twitter. You'll find me, and then fandom.com. I'll be there writing. Yeah. Oh my god, Adam, I love you so I much. I love you more. Thank, Thank you, you so much. When I say this is a dream of mine. Well, you are, I probably did 12 references to your past episodes. You know I'm a fan, so I'm very excited. But we also, like Adam and I worked together. We did sketch comedy together. Yes, we had an improv uh, group yes. together. We had an improv group, but also I'm talking about college. We did. We were on a sketch comedy show together. Our beginnings. Our That's beginnings. how we met. I know. Friday's Live. Friday's Live. We were on a show called Friday's Live yep, in college. The best. Yeah. With our producer, Whitney. <laughs> Whitney. Well, our producer, Whitney, she worked on the show, right? Yeah. yeah. God, this is an, we're all at Ohio University. That's where it was. Yeah. Big plug for OU. All right, guys. That's the show. We ran out of time. So I want to thank everyone for listening. Please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. And on Facebook, I'm facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. Now, also, if you can, please go rate and review this on iTunes. It's super helpful. It takes a minute. I've done it. It really was easy. I don't do anything for friends, and I did that without being asked. Oh, my God. And the reviews are so – I love reading them, and it's just so much fun. Also, go to everythingiconic.com if you want to find some of those It's All Happening tattoos that I mentioned earlier. They're on there. Um, (laughs) And – okay, Adam, are you watching Music City?
Mm. No, but I've heard I need to be. Okay, it's like the hills, Laguna Beach. It's yeah. the same sort of feel, but it's about these country singers in Nashville with this really hot guy that I want to sit on my face. Yes, I looked him up when, when you met him <laughs> last time, trust me. <laughs> He's beautiful and also very sweet and also very married to a woman. <laughs> so it's not happening. Well, whatever. It's not happening, but he called in uh, the other day and we got to chat a little bit about the show and um, some of his pop culture likes. So please enjoy my chat with Carrie Degman. I love you all for listening. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Hi, Carrie. How's it going? <laughs> Good, Danny. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for talking to me. I'm so excited. Your show, Music City, it's from the creators of The Hills. It's very similar in tone and look. Did you watch The Hills or Laguna Beach before you started the show? I did watch a little bit back in the day. Just I was probably the demographic for that. So all of my lady friends in high school and into college were watching. So I watched it with them. Okay, now I'm gay, so I've followed your modeling career for years. And how did you make the transition from modeling into music? I pretty much just quit modeling one day. So I came back from from Spain. I spent my 21st birthday on like a flight from Spain to New York. And was just pretty tired of just red-eye flight to red-eye flight to red-eye flight. I was yeah. grateful for the opportunity. I got to see a lot of the world, and it was fun, but I also had like no life. So I, I had a job planned in, in California. A few days later, so I took that flight out there, did the job, and just hunkered down and surfed the West Coast for a few years. And, and that's kind of when I started honing the, the craft of singing and guitar playing, and not just doing it necessarily as a, a hobby, but trying to transition into a career of it. Have you always been into country music, or what kind of music are you into? Uh, I could listen to country music because that's what my parents listened to. And then in the, the locker room, I listened to heavier metal Interesting. Now, uh, I want to do a little speed, a little music speed round with you. So I'll just ask you, you know, one or the other you choose out of the two options I give you. Okay. And it's, it's sort of music, sort of pop culture. We'll just see, let's see how it goes. Just say whatever comes to mind. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, graded. No, well, I mean, by me in my head. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Luke Bryan or Blake Shelton? Blake Shelton. Reba or Carrie Underwood? Ooh, so talented. I'm going to go Reba though. Reba's gorgeous too, by the way, right? Like she, I hate to digress, but like Reba looks fantastic, not only just for her age, but just in general. She looks good. Just, and you know, always has. A favorite, do you have a favorite Mariah Carey song? Uh, I don't, but I think she's very talented. Dolly Parton or George Strait? George Strait. Mandy Moore or Jessica Simpson? Uh, I, I don't know their music to be honest with you. Oh, well, I can send uh, you some. I'm going to say more. I've probably seen more of her movies. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no one's seen Jessica's movies, so that's uh, easy to rule out. Uh, American uh, Idol. Dukes of Hazzard. Wasn't she Dukes of Hazzard? Uh, she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. She was. Yeah, so maybe, I, maybe I'd have to go that. i go Jessica then for that. Interesting. Okay. Uh, American Idol or The Voice? The Voice. Garth Brooks or Toby Keith? Garth Brooks. Okay, favorite movie of all time okay the sandlot and the goonies oh, good choices good choices that's it for those quick questions but what when can we get your when are we getting your album i know you have a single out when are we going to get more music from you i do i have a single out right now the music video will come out next um in the next couple of weeks and then i'll have another single come out after that on the show music city you did a cover of uh, it was ed Sheeran, ed sheeran right at the, the first episode yeah are we able to download mm-hmm. that music you're not. Uh, it's not the first request I've heard to uh, to get that released, but so I might have to look into that. Yeah, I mean, I really want because I went and looked for it after. I love that song. I don't normally love Ed Sheeran, but I loved that song, and I loved your version of it, and I went to download it, and I'm like, where is this? 
Were you nervous to go on TV with your wife and your child? So nervous. I actually was, when I was first approached, I was pretty certain I wasn't going to do it. And just out of trying to protect my family from being too much in the public eye and everything that comes with that. And my wife actually is the one that convinced me to accept the opportunity. She thought it'd be good for the music. And we've been here in Nashville for five years, so turning down opportunity to, to progress that. And she thought that was stupid, which I agree. But so we ended up doing it. Well, it's a great show. I've seen the first few and I, I, I'm obsessed with it. It's, it's filling that reality TV void that we were missing when the hills went off the air. It's like beautiful people, beautiful plots, beautiful scenery. I mean, Nashville looks so fucking amazing in this show. The way that it's shot. Yeah, it looks so good. Well, Carrie, thank you so much for talking to me. Like I said, I've been such a huge fan of your modeling for a hundred years, as all gay people are. (laughs) Like everyone knows that side of you. So it's been so fun to watch you on Music City and just see a brand new side of you and and to hear your your voice is amazing your playing your guitar playing is amazing uh, you know we're excited to see more from you so thank you well, thank you so much i appreciate the time and where can people find you on social media you can find me at Kerry degman on all platforms I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 